0: So Taylor, uh, how you doing, buddy? We had a great conversation last week. You have an amazing playlist. Uh, And I saw on Instagram uh, that you took one of our conversations and did a post about the savings and loan crisis. So uh, what did we talk about last week? And uh, you did some research. What did you find?
1: Yeah. So credit to you. So the savings and loan crisis was a result of the inflation that we saw in the 70s. And it transpired from the mid 80s to the mid 90s. And full disclosure, I didn't have a full research workup on this, so I had to do some digging into this and see where the similarities were, where the differences were from today. But from what I can ascertain, and you can certainly correct me if you think I'm wrong in any of these categories, savings and loan institutions are largely banks, right? They were smaller banks in regional areas, and they didn't have the regulatory requirements that banks have these days
0: but um, the same sound re- remotely similar to what we're doing today yeah, yeah exactly
1: right exactly right but the same circumstances the root cause of the savings and loan crisis is what's playing out right now so just to rehash you probably know this but real quick in the 70s we had rampant inflation it took three fed chairmen to control it paul volcker was the last one who took rates fed funds rate to 19% 19 Currently, we sit at five for context. That's what it took in order to get inflation under control. And what happened was, just like the regional banks are facing right now, the savings and loan institutions, when you deposited money with them, would go out and buy bonds. And those bonds ended up coming underwater as higher interest rates forced down prices, and the economy started to slow down at the same time. So we started to enter an economic recession. And when economic recessions come, people would draw money out of the bank To withstand their lifestyle because they're not making enough to cover their expenses so therefore these savings and loan institutions are then forced to sell bonds at inopportune times to fund withdrawals and you start to get hit with this liquidity mismatch and that's exactly what happened and what (laughs) the government's response was was actually interesting at the time they actually said although you're not that heavily regulated right now we're actually going to take down your regulations and we're going to allow you to go out and buy things like high yield bonds which are junk bonds is another way of saying them in high risk companies in the face of an economic slowdown when these high yield bonds, junk bonds ended up going debunked. And then from 19 kind of, I'm sorry. Sounds like
0: somebody chasing yield. Sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah. Well done.
1: I'd like you just bring this whole thing full circle, but yeah. So from the mid, mid 1980s, to the mid-1990s, we had a savings and loan crisis in this country, and 1,083 savings and loan institutions failed, which was exactly 32% of the broad pool of SNL institutions in the United States. Craziness.
0: Yeah, and the reason- Correct in- me where I'm wrong, too. Jump no, in there if I misspoke on so, any of it. Um, so, so far, you've nailed it. I, the only thing that I would highlight, because I think people need to hear this, because I think a lot of folks are trying to relate this to the Great Recession. The Great Recession was Wiley e. Coyote running off a cliff and falling. Correct. And falling and falling and falling and falling. But then building out. It was a moment. The SNL crisis was roughly speaking nine or 10 years. 1,038 or 83 or whatever banks go out. Think about that. That's a slow that's, bleed, is what that is. That's exactly. That's a exactly. Cuts. Yep. So, again, that's what I'm trying to highlight for people. Please go research the SNL crisis. It's long. It's uh, the the great recession was a recession. The SNL crisis was three recessions and they were successfully successively worse. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. You're 100% correct. Yeah, I think that people are being the only way I can put this, and it's a, it's a big word, Pollyannish. People are being very Pollyannish about what's going on in the environment right now. The first one hit SVB, and they're like, unique scenario, got flooded with VC money, some bad loans to, to startup companies, compounded it. Bad values, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, that, that's unique to them. And then you have First Republic, and then you have Signature. And now you have a group of banks coming together, reaching out to the government, saying we need help. Um, This is not a unique scenario to any one bank. This is a systemic problem that was caused by low levels of inflation with stimulus getting pumped behind it, driving inflation higher, driving the Fed to raise interest rates, driving down bond prices. And when you think about trying to manage a balance sheet for a bank right now, one- (laughs) Are you kidding me with the movement in interest rates right now? Like, we're seeing, like, seven standard deviation moves. Oh, which we, you guys I, know, three standard deviations is 99.7% of the time. It stays between those. We're seeing, no. like, seven to 12 standard deviation moves in bond interest rates. This is what 12 they have deviations. At-
0: I, I read an article about 12 deviations because you're right. They've been 12. It's like one in 300 million. It's like some stupid number. Yeah. So think about this way. Like, let's, let's, let's make this more tangible to
1: people, I think. So think about your job is to build, um, build desks and the underlying price of your input costs are wood. And you're trying to say, okay, I need to go out and forecast how much wood I need to buy in order to make the amount of desks I need on the other end. And I also have to know how many desks are going to be wanted on the other end. And the price of wood is going like this. And you're like, um, I don't know exactly how much to buy here because one, I don't even know how much is needed on the other end or being withdrawn out of the bank. And I don't know how often that's going to come and how quickly that's going to come. And buying these wood prices, aka bond prices, with yields going like this is incredibly difficult. That's not a great analogy. I totally get it after I said it. I was like, not perfect, but
0: directionally. Yeah, what, what, what I would tell you, it kind of in this context, again, I believe the odds of winning the lottery are about one in 180 million. What we've just seen is a one in 300 million. So you're twice as likely to win the lottery out we just uncovered. So that's what I would yeah. say.
1: And what we're referencing there, if we didn't make it super clear, is the variance in bond yields that we've seen in the past two weeks. How much they've jumped from peak to trough, peak to trough.
0: Yeah, it's, it's wild to look at. And so it hasn't again, been one direction, too. Like, no. directionally, they have come down,
1: but there has been massive bounces intraday yeah. and, and intraweek.
0: I, I have to tell you, I looked this morning, rates were down pre market. I just checked before we started, we were up. I'm shocked at the tenure. I want to check now just because <laughs> this stuff is changing so fast. So,
1: so and, and oh I'm not God, saying that up, I, I rise. Oh I my rise God, up year. seven. Point? Yeah. yeah. So when I woke up this morning, now, granted, I'm on Eastern time. So sure. it was like 5.15 a.m. I, I checked rates immediately on bond yields and they were down like 15 basis points. Yeah, I saw. Now that, they're yeah. up seven basis points. This is, yeah, and that's guys, crazy. for context, that's a those are massive sweep. moves. And that's yeah, what people, like that's, four four what banking, hours. that's what the banking CEOs are trying to deal with. And, and now don't get me wrong. I'm not bailing out banking CEOs. A lot of them have effed up and You're have made that, bad decisions along the way. They will be fired. Yeah, and and they will be fired. And I do think there's some some criminal activity that went along behind the scenes too. Not largely, but I do think there will. Oh, there'll that be somebody that goes to jail. Somebody. There was to to people jail. that sold stock at opportune times when they were in the driver's seat of knowing what was playing out.
0: Yeah, somebody's going to jail. There'll be there'll be uh, somebody wearing orange. At the end of the day, Taylor, we are educating people. We are talking about real real stuff. We are not trying to scare people, but educate people. You have a wonderful Instagram and TikTok. Where should they go?
1: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, follow us at Life Goal Investments, plural Life Goal Investments on TikTok and on Instagram. We do you know, three or four posts a day, a lot of days. And then we also do lives at night, sometimes just to break down questions that people have.
0: That cool. And just, uh, we need to remind Taylor, every once in a while, you do a great video, send it to my team. They will load it and give you even more coverage. Thanks, buddy.